Embarking on the journey of business ownership transfer can be complicated and emotional, particularly with family entwined. Join me, Vincent Mastrovito, owner of Prometheus Partners in Finishing Touches, the podcast that genuinely understands your challenges and aims to equip you with invaluable tips for a smooth business succession. By the end of each episode, you'll feel more confident and ready to guide your business into the next phase. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another insightful episode of Finishing Touches, the podcast dedicated to growing your business and toward a successful exit or grow your business to make it easier to run. I'm your host, Vincent Mastrovito, and I am thrilled to have you with us today as we delve into a crucial aspect of business planning, owner dependency and transferable value. As a business owner, you may already know or be wondering about the level of dependency your business has on your decision-making and your presence. In this episode, we unravel the intricacies of business owner dependency and explore why understanding and mitigating this factor is essential for a seamless transition. We'll uncover some of the concepts of transferable value, the key to ensuring that your business can thrive beyond your direct involvement. Join me as we explore actionable strategies to enhance the transferable value of your business, making it an attractive prospect for potential buyers or any successor. So let's go ahead and get this thing kicked off and let's talk a little bit, start off by just talking a little bit about what is owner dependency. And so I think I've talked about this before with some other speakers or guests that we have had with us on this podcast. And so there's really how much of the business depends upon you, the owner? Let's just start right there. And how much of the revenue is driven by you? How much of producing the products or delivering the services is done by you? And then how much of the accounting is really done by you? There was a study a while back, a few years ago that I dug up that had about 84% of privately held businesses in the United States were dependent upon the owner for the manufacturing or the delivering of the services or products, the accounting of the business, and just the everyday operations within the business. And so that's a pretty dependable business. And whether or not you're cash flowing at a high volume or not, if that is not transferable to another owner, whether that is your children, a key person that is in your business, or somebody outside the business, like a strategic buyer, a private equity, or someone else, it doesn't really matter is, is like the value of your business is going to be diminished quite a bit because they have no way to get that ROI on your business. So let me talk about 10 key categories that we focus on here at Prometheus Partners when we're taking a look at owner dependency and trying to what we call de-risk the owner, de-risk you from the business. We're not trying to make you where you're not there anymore unless that's really what you want to do. We're just making it so that you have the opportunity as a business owner, to really focus on where you want to move the business and focus on the bigger stuff and have the day-to-day things focused on with your team and your employees. So let's go through the list and talk about And one is the decision-making. So we got to make sure that some or majority of the decision-making is being done by leadership or other key people in there. And there's going to be a process of what this is, right? This isn't just going to be handing this off to people and say, hey, you make the decisions on this. There's going to have to be a process of talking about what this is, the responsibilities, and all of the other things that go along with it. Training. Who's going to train new people coming into the business? 
you can't do everything. You can't sell, you can't do the accounting, you can't train plus manufacture or deliver the services. So somewhere along the line, somebody else needs to be training, whether that's someone you have internally or there's a number of resources that you have built from the outside that they can go and get, let's say, even some of the training and they can come back and then you're doing pieces of it or some of the other people can pick up where the outside resources don't do that. Then you have your roles and responsibilities, processes and procedures. These are the things we're talking about. What are they supposed to do? Where are they going? Who should be doing what? And what are those metrics when they take a look at those? Operational management is another one. How are you handling that? Knowledge management, where are you putting all your knowledge? So all the things that you know, all the things you've done over time, other than inside your brain, inside where you're at and you have it in your personal computer, how are you getting that out? Where is it stored so people can reference it over a period of time to get up to speed a lot faster? Customer relations, right? If you're gone or you're no longer there, how are they going to be able to manage those relationships if they've never had that opportunity to be able to do that in the past, right? Quality management, that's very, very important. What is your strategy? A lot of business owners will develop their own business plan, strategic plan, whatever they want to call it, but they haven't really had any intake from any of the other employees. And so you may not ever have what we call an official leadership team, but you probably have one or two, depending on the size of your company, that you rely on quite a bit. So if you're going to develop a plan, which every business should, then you should involve them so that they have a pretty good idea and are clear about what it is you're trying to accomplish and how to help you get there. And then, of course, your people, right? You've got to make sure people are what move businesses and they're the ones that make them go and do a lot of really great stuff. And then what is your succession planning, right? If you don't have people in the right places, if people retire or something happens or they just leave, then there could be just an endless array of different issues going on when you have these types of things happening. So let's dive a little bit about what transferable value is. So transferable value really refers to the assets, the processes, the intellectual property, et cetera, that can continue to provide value even if the current ownership or management of the business changes or is not there. Things like proprietary technology, trademarks, patents, customer data, specialized talent are examples. And so having enough of that that is run by the company in general where people can pick up some of the uh, bottlenecks and blind spots that are there, that's what you want to make sure that can happen. Ask yourself this question that if you left the company on a vacation, with no email or cell phone, so no way to get in touch with your company whatsoever, and you were gone for, let's just say, a month, what condition would your business be in when you get back? So if the business would be prospering and growing and moving along, then you most likely don't really have much of a owner dependency on the business because it's running without you. If you kind of answered that question in your mind to say, wow, we would really be in a jam. We'd have a tough time. I'd be cleaning up for probably the next 60 to 90 days minimum just to get back to breathing. Then you probably have a pretty significant owner dependency on a number of things. Doesn't mean that it's all of them. It just means that there's some owner dependency on some of them. So I haven't seen a company that at this particular point that has so much entrenched owner dependency that it's not easily transferred to other people. It's really more about 
what's the strategy to move these things that we need to move away from the owner and who do we actually move them to? And what does that look like as we kind of move forward? And so as you're looking at your business, those are the things that you really, really want to take a look at so that you're able to really understand how do I focus on moving this business to the next phase? And you may be doing a business, whether you're doing 3 million, 30 million or 300 million, you may be saying, look, we want to get our revenues up another 10 or 15 or 20% over a period of time. We want to certainly make sure our gross and net profits are up. You want to make sure, you know, things like your free cash flow and other metrics are going to be higher. So how do we do this? And one person just can't handle that all. And that's why you need your employees, your leadership, your advisors in some cases, your CPA, attorney, other people that can really help you in some of these areas that can really move things along and help you inside of the business to make things a little bit easier as you move through. So let's just kind of move through about what does and what is the significance of transferable value. So the significance of transferable value will make a business much more attractive to a potential buyer or an investor or your family if it is a generational transfer when the current owners are looking to transition out. And let's face it, business owners, at some point, you are going to transfer out. And as I always say, is it's better to go on your terms than on somebody else's term. And so, yeah, this is a little bit of work. You got to invest some time and whatnot, and it could be some monetary investment. But what you really want to try to do, the sooner you can do this, then the better off you'll be because it'll be smaller chunks over a period of time, and you're going to find yourself much less stressed out on a day-to-day basis. You're going to find yourself with a lot more time to focus on the business and then also focus on you, the person, whether that's your health, spending more time with your spouse or significant other, spending more time with your family, your kids, your community, et cetera. These things are extremely important as you try to move this business to an eventual transition so that when you decide that you're ready to go, it's ready to go, right? Always have a business that is always transferable. You can then make the decision at any point in time when you want to make it. You could make try to ask yourself that question every three months, every six months, every year, whatever the frequency is that you want to ask yourself, but you need to make sure that it's actually a business that is transferable and sellable. So another value of de-risking you or making the business non-dependent on you, the owner, is it minimizes the disruption, the risk. It retains value between owners. Transferable value will help you to ensure that there's continuity, even when leadership changes, keeping the underlying operations and competitiveness intact. This makes the transition smoother for any party that is actually coming in and taking over the business. So these are all things that really need to be addressed as you move through the process. And one of the key things I can always suggest is when you go through, based on the 10 categories that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, is to really kind of ask yourself, where am I with this? You know, if you're interested in an assessment, we'll certainly have something on our website. We'll talk about that at the end, but really kind of talk to yourself about what you're doing in these areas, which I think will really make it a lot easier for you. And certainly when you plan for this transferable value early, then savvy business owners understand that really when you invest in these areas, like whether it's software or processes, 
whether it's marketing, intellectual property, you know, operations, anything in finance, it also increases the value of your business. And so make sure that you're taking that into account. Try not to let your pride get in the way of saying, hey, I built this business and I get it when this thing potentially, I'll just say, started out of the garage or you started it or, you know, however it came to inception is, you know, you're working the six, seven days a week, you're working on the holidays, you're working on the weekends, you're missing some of your kids' events and all the sacrifices that you have made. Then sometimes it's a little bit harder and you just have to say, hey, I can't do all this. I don't have the capacity as a person to really go through and do that. So do a little bit at a time. No one eats the whole buffet in one take. Matter of fact, I don't think they ever eat the whole buffet. I could even imagine. But I think what you got to take a look at is try a couple of things. Make them small. Just do small things. Think about who would be the best person or persons to handle this. Talk to them about it. Say, hey, look, I'm trying to take some things off my desk and free up some of my time to really focus more on the business and moving us forward. And they're probably going to say, great, because people do want to be empowered and say, hey, I need you to take over this. Here's kind of how I've done it. I'm willing to take some suggestions if you have it once you kind of dive into it and you know, say, let me show you how I do it. And they can kind of watch how you do it and then let them do it. And you kind of watch them. And then you know, over a month or two, then you kind of find out, hey, they can handle it. And then boom, it's off your desk and off you go. So, you know, take the small things, move it forward. And then I think that maybe will help you move through the process and understand, hey, you can do some bigger items and just kind of move through your company and free up some a little bit more of your time. So hopefully that was helpful for the listeners today. Hope you got something out of it. Thanks for joining us on this. And we really appreciate it. Certainly, it's this journey of empowerment for business owners. We are here to guide you through the nuances of preparing your business for an exit or if you want to grow it or if you just want to make it easier to run. If you find value in today's episode, certainly don't forget us and subscribe to it. Also, you might want to tell other fellow business owners about it. If you want to share the link about the podcast or the website, certainly would appreciate you reaching out and letting them know about it. And certainly, we want to be here for you and help you business owners who might be navigating the same path. So let's unlock the potential value of your business together, and let's help you move through that process. If you have any questions, feel free to look us up on our website at prometuspartners.com, and we hope that you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the program. Have a great day. That's a wrap on today's episode of Finishing Touches. For more information and guidance, head over to PrometheusPartners.com. Your feedback means the world to us, so please take a moment and leave a review of the podcast. You can stay in the loop or ask me a question by connecting with me on LinkedIn or visit our website and start a conversation with me. We look forward to accompanying you on your journey to a successful business transition in our next episode and have a great week. Thank you so much.